Hola and bienvenido a Pita's e Honey Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular. I am not going to speak in Spanish for the rest of the episode. Don't worry, unless I reference something in Espanol. Um, I really wish you'd done it in that. I was trying to do it. I was. I was really trying to do like Hola y bienvenidos. I think I did it really fast because I was afraid I was going to fuck it up. Um, so. Uh, welcome to Pita's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, which I said spectacular. I don't think spectacular. Uh, uh, I am Honey Bunches, aka Doug. With me is Pita, aka Pin in the Ass, aka Christina. What up, nerds? There you go. Uh, and it's been a hot minute since we have been on the air together. Work um, schedules and many other things have con- conflicted just, with a lot of that. Um, yeah, no, uh, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so, and if this sounds a little different, I know I'm coming across a little loud. Um, sorry, I forgot the microphone at home. So, uh, I apologize for any kind of audio um, discrepancies. Give him a round of applause, folks. Oh, like our other show. A round uh-huh. of no applause, just the clap. Go yep. listen to it. Um, a little self-masturbatory pimping on that one. Uh, but it's been a hot minute, and... Uh, I know last, not last week's, uh, last month's no applause ran a little long, so I've actually got some extra stuff for this episode. Which is good, because I really don't have that much now with I know, and, and you should, because we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff you should be into. I'm working on it. I'm working on getting this. Working on shit. it. You're working here. I'm working on it. All right, it's the uh, episode of Accents. Um, so let's get right into the marquee. See, I remembered it was called the marquee. Um, Biomutant is a new game that I've been playing. It's been out for about mm, three weeks-ish. Okay. Um, it's an open-world RPG, uh, and you basically play like kind of a... You'll, you'll like this. It's kind of like a, like a, a masterless samurai uh, character who kind of looks like Rocket Raccoon, and you have a gun and... Uh, uh, or a couple of guns at the point I'm playing in the game, because I've unlocked Dual Wield. Um, you basically play like a, a, a Ronin Rocket Raccoon character, open world RPG. Um, you get to completely create your character from scratch. Uh, so like, no one's picking the same character, or no one's building the same character twice, which is kind of cool. Um, That's awesome. And yeah, it's in like uh, weirdly enough, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, there are a few similarities a few parallels with that in Horizon Zero Dawn in that okay. you're in a world that's been ravaged by an uh, ecological apocalypse um, started by a company called Toxinol. a little tongue-in-cheek there. Um, you find more ab- about the world as, as you go. Um, the narrator is hilarious. It's got, a, it's got a great quirky sense of humor where guns are called spark metals that go pew-pew. <laughs> um... And like everything's like in the before times, and like they don't know they, they talk about like there's a side mission. I, I'm shitting you not. Um, imagine the metal flowers from Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. There's something like that, but with toilets. And they call them flush flushers, and therefore your uh, what is it? Your yellow juice and your brown bobs. Yeah. And it's a side mission to find like the five toilets that you have to like. Oh unclog or something. God. Oh yeah, you have to find microwaves, and they're called like spark cookers or something. Like it's it's really cute, but um, like I said, quirky sense of humor. I'm not that deep in. Um, I was talking off air about wanting to do uh, run some uh, side missions, 
outside of flushing toilets and finding microwaves, um, that I decided to take on the first, uh, like the four of the, the big, the big bads, the big boss. Yeah. Uh, and one of them is called like a furry puff, which sounds very innocuous, and then killed me. A furry puff. Yeah, but it's like this like gigantic King Kong looking skull faced thing. Jeez. Um, it killed me on my first run, and it killed me so hat so hard, so had. Um, little Boston accent there with yes. Rowan. So had uh, that I got frustrated and started playing Zero Dawn again for like the next day. Um, I think I'm just not at the level I need to be, and a lot of the crafting is not super intuitive, so I'm working on it, but it's a really fun game. Yeah. Um, you have psychic powers, you've got weird, like, evolutionary biolog uh, biologic powers where you, like, you barf toxic, well, barf. Um, whenever you get to a signpost, imagine the campfires, yeah. and uh, you, you, you mark it by peeing on it. Which reminded me very much of the peeing mechanic in oh fuck was the name of that game with Norman Reedus. You can't look at me. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh god, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Not Destiny or Borderlands or. No, but Borderlands I'm excited about because they've released all of the silhouettes of the cast and they look accurate. Nice. Uh, yeah, um, I'm a little twitchy about Jack Black being Claptrap since Claptrap's got a very distinct voice. Same with Tiny Tina. Um, and, and by the way, they've released that Tiny Tina is going to have her own spinoff game, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Wasn't Kevin Hart supposed to be in the cast? Kevin Hart plays Roland, who's like a disgraced commando, which... Kevin Hart's like almost legally a midget, so I don't understand casting him, but with like the humor of the game, I can kind of see it. Um, Kevin Hart, don't sue me. Yeah. Or I'll call your best friend The Rock and sick him on you, because I have that kind of power... Or so I imagine. Um, uh, uh, hold on. Video game's coming to me. Death Stranding was the one with Norman Reedus where, like, you can, like, pee places. Yeah. And if enough people pee there, like, things happen. Like, so, like, fungus grows where you can get, like, resources. It's a crazy fucking game. That's interesting. You basically pay, like, a post-apocalyptic UPS or, like, FedEx person. Yeah. But, like, the, like, carrying packages, like, physics is overly realistic um it's a great game uh the, the plot's bonkers but anyway that came out like two years ago uh but yeah i'm, I'm really enjoying biomutant for the most part outside of the getting killed by a jiggly or fl fluffy puffer whatever i said he was um and uh that's about all i've got for biomutant all right um i'm frustrated by it but it's a good kind of frustration where i'm like I need to play the game more. Is this the one where you're struggling with one fight, or is that the next topic? No, that's the one where, yeah, I was trying to take down the... Because it's like the tree... You're trying to save the tree of life or something like that, and there's like a big bat at each root. Yeah. Um, and, and this one, I've got like a... Like a mech that I'm driving in that, like... I thought it was going to help me, but I'm in it. So I think I expected help and didn't get it gotcha. type of thing. Um... So I was like, oh, I need to kind of reassess my strategy. Uh, pull a bit of a Horizon Dawn and kind of keep out of... Yeah. Well, then, like, it's like fighting any other boss the first time where, like, oh, I, you know, need to get used like, to the patterns of how they attack. Yeah. Um, but it was so frustrating, uh, the first fight, that I was like, I'm putting this away for a little while. Uh, though, speaking of games, I did pre-order the new Guardians of the Galaxy game. 
Oh, I've seen some trailers on that they one. They released a trailer. I didn't watch it for fear of um, spoilers, but I think I might. Just I, like, through scrolling through Facebook, I saw, like, the first, like, five seconds, and I was like, scroll on. Yeah, it's it's not going to be like the Avengers where they're trying to make, like, their own destiny. That counts. That counts as a snort. Um, How does that count as a snort? I don't know. It was snort, snort. It was snort adjacent. I, it was a sneeze. Yeah, right. Still starts with SN. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what was I on? Oh, Guardians. So, yeah, I, I basically just pre ordered the Deluxe outright. Nice. Um, I got it. It's, it's third person like action adventure. I'm going to like the mechanics, I assume. Um, but you Hopefully. play you play mostly a Star Lord, from what I'm to gather. Okay. Um, so, I'm excited for it. It comes out in, I think, October. Okay. So I got a while. I got pre-ordered that. I pre-ordered that, that weird um, dream spray. This, this little girl has, like, little glowing puffy things that help her. I'm, I like playing games with puffs in them, apparently. Um, can't remember the name of Cute, it. Cute fluffy things that want to kill you? No, this is They Help You. It's like, her name's like... Sona in the Dream Bridge or some ah. shit like that. Um, once again, it's something that it looks like it should be. That looked like it hurt. Okay. It didn't sound like it hurt because it's a audio medium. But um, uh, I'm basically I'm playing a lot of games that I really wish I had a five for <laughs> because I can tell how how lush the open world in Biomutant would be if I yeah. had a five. And unfortunately, one of the games I wanted that they're not releasing on 4, it's a 5 exclusive, is the one I bought. Oh, God. I'm mad that they didn't release Ratchet & Clank uh, Rift Apart. Oh, it's only a 5 It's only exclusive. 5. But, like, looking at, like, the gameplay in the world, and, like, like it needs the power of a 5 to run. Because you go through rifts, and it's, like, seamless, like, world-to-world or area-to-area. Like, yeah. a 4 would not run it. Like, I can tell a 4 wouldn't run it. Because sometimes my 4... Uh, lags on Biomutant for a hot second. Yeah. Um, speaking of things not lagging, uh, I just want to say uh, OmniPlayer, which is a um, universal video uh, and music uh, playing program or app or whatever you kids call them nowadays, um, I got their, like, tr- like, not trial version. I mean, it worked fully, but um, I would have ads whenever I paused. Uh, yeah. Runs so well. The interface is fantastic it's so great that I was like I will pay to unlock like the full version you can take screenshots there's auto um, generated uh, subtitles it's crazy uh, OmniPlayer huge fan of it um, if you're using VLC player which that's what I used to use that's kind of a catch-all video player yeah. OmniPlayer is the way to go and it's worth the 10 bucks to unlock uh, nice. so I gotta jump back to video games real quick because Please do. Uh, not only am I thoroughly enjoying Horizon Zero Dawn right now, and I'm ready for the Wild West to be released, whatever it is, the West Forbidden West, Forbidden, Forbidden West to be released. But um, you know, Brian got me into Overwatch. Her boyfriend. My boyfriend, yes, and I've actually been enjoying that game as well. That's... I am almost level 22 on nine hours of gameplay. His friends that I play with don't believe him, and they think I'm a squatter. 
Because um, apparently I'm better than Brian at it, too. That's one of the, what do they call those? Um, battle Royale games, yes? Yeah, six on six. You either defend a point or move a payload or whatever. I don't like those. But I'm like fully enjoying it right now, uh-huh. and I'll play when they're not on. But I just thought it was funny how his friend Russ like does not believe that I went. So like last night we were playing, and I literally took a screenshot of my career, and I was like, send this to him. This is literally what I have. And he like just doesn't believe it. So he wants to see what I do in the competitive play, and he's like... I will like no longer date you if you get like gold or platinum uncompetitive because he's only a bronze or Pat and Russ are like gold and platinums and I'm like or he's only a yeah bronze and I'm like there's no way in competitive with me only playing this for nine hours that I'm going to be able to do so well. But I actually told him. I was Ego like, insecurity if, on video games. I did tell him that <laughs> if I do get gold or platinum on competitive, you are not allowed to break up with me. That is the contingent. That is like the only. That's way. not a bad bet. No, so I was like, if I get it, you still you can't break no up. No matter what, you win. Because if you get bronze, you're still together, and if you get platinum, you're still together. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told him. It's like now, we're not I, going through a Horizon Zero moment again when he gets all. Freaking... I don't know if you want to talk about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. Shut I don't the, think he listens to down. him, so... Um, in which case, yeah, Brian got a little frustrated that uh, Christina took down a... a, a guess, Red Maul on Yeah, hard. I guess a boss, I was going to say. Yeah, a boss, and I've been playing it on basics, basic mode pretty much. On story mode. On, hold the, hard on the whole hard. time, and my second try, I, I beat it. He literally disconnected me from chat. He, like, left the chat, and I was like... What we who are not even in the industry would call a tantrum. Yep. Um, did he event- Did he beat Red Maw? Yeah, he, he eventually did. Okay, with your with your advice. A little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I don't know. I've got no segue into Lucifer season five, part two. So talking about uh, uh, speaking of Lucifer season five, Demonic. part two. Demonic entities like Red Maws and Corruptors are kind of demonic in the loose. I, yeah, that's. I don't know. You might be pulling a muscle reaching for that. Um, I probably did. Yeah, because that's all like sciency. Um, I'm just glad you finally got in, like into the story because. I know it's such four a great. more main missions and the one side mission for the ancient power. For the ancient power. The the armor. We need to find oh, the power. Oh, the cells. super sweet force field. Yep, yep, yep. But yep, I can't yep. get it till I go to Gaia Prime to get the power cell. Uh, I think every cauldron has a power cell. I found all of them, but the last one. Oh, is that in Gaia Prime at the end or yeah. near the end? That is a fantastic fucking armor, and I'm so glad I have it playing Game Plus. Um, speaking of things, I'm glad I have <laughs> Lucifer Season Five Part Two. Um, yep, full circle. Uh, the big, the big uh, bullet points here are: uh, God decides to retire. God is played by Dennis Habert, which makes all the fucking sense. Damn. Um, well, you'd know him from the Allstate commercials. Yeah. Um, that's the voice of God, and I guarantee you, the dick of God. He had to reshoot some of his commercials because you could see his massive hog. Um. I'd imagine God being hung. Yeah. If Battle Pope wouldn't have reinforced that, go read Battle Pope. Anyway, um, it's a comic from uh, the guy who did Walking Dead before he was ever famous. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you think it is. Okay. It's a buff Pope uh, fighting demons with a inept hippie Jesus <laughs> wearing a shirt that says, what would I do? Okay. Uh, it's really funny. But anyway, um, 
God's retiring because he thinks his powers are glitching, which resulted in one of the best musical episodes of a show I've ever seen, second only to Buffy. Um, once more, the feeling. Uh, it's all, and it's all like regular songs, like, like uh, I don't know, like famous songs. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, one of them is the uh, I'll Be Watching You by the Police. Like, it's not like an original music episode, but it is a very musical episode. God's powers are glitching and causing everyone to break into song and dance. Um, God decides to retire, and uh, it's between his uh, Lucifer and his brother Michael, both played by the amazing Tom Ellis, uh, and it turns into a pretty awesome, like, angel-on-angel fight at the very end. Um, Lucifer wins, puts together the flaming sword, um, after... Uh, Michael seemingly kills uh, Chloe, who's literally God's gift to Lucifer uh, and his now love. Yeah. Uh, Lucifer returns to heaven, breaking, like, I don't know, whatever you want to call dogmatic law on that one. Yeah. Uh, God's law that he can't return to heaven. Uh, seemingly almost dying, uh, or seemingly dying to return her soul back to Earth um, because he loves her. Aww. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Lucifer mirac- miraculously returns. We don't know how, uh, and causes all the angels like gets a flaming sword, almost kills Michael. They all kneel. Lucifer is the new god. Damn. Uh, so interesting for season six. Yeah, that is um, interesting. There was someone that wasn't around to see Lucifer become god. Dan dies, played by, I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. I, I know his last name's Alejandro, or maybe his first name is, I'm not sure. Um, but he was Baron Blood, not Baron Blood. Yeah, Baron Blood on Arrow, and he's Dan on uh, Lucifer. Uh, his death was heart-wrenching. Um, he dies basically like on a sting that goes south. Um, but I mean, he had been struggling with finding out like Lucifer actually is Lucifer, and he was going to go to hell. And yeah. there's a whole like episode where Chloe, his ex-wife, is like, "Well, at least he's in heaven." And Lucifer's like, shakes his head and goes, "That's not where he's at." Like, how do you find like that's earth-shattering? Yeah. Like, not only are there celestials, but like that you thought your ex-husband would go to heaven based on his sacrifices and becoming a better person after like being a corrupt cop and it's like nope so I think there's gonna be some of that like dealing with trying to like kind of get Dan's hell out of heaven Um, but his death was it was well earned Uh, the actor did a great job and um, I think he directs a couple episodes this season as well on season on the second half of season five and uh, but yeah that was like I, I kept hearing about this like dark twist with Dan, and I'm like, what's the twist? Does he go back to being corrupt or like whatever? Does he fuck up like fuck over Lucifer? And it was yeah. like the dark twist was that he died. And I was like, holy shit! That was the last thing I even thought of. Damn, his name almost popped into my head. Um, yeah, so a lot of changes going into Lucifer's uh, last season six. Oh, it's a final season. Uh, next season will be the last one. Season six will be the final season. Yeah, makes sense. Six, six, six. Um, I'm going to miss it. I, I really will. I think Lucifer is a fantastic show. The writing's always been spot on. Tom Ellis is so charismatic and funny and handsome that I didn't want to like the show, and he made me keep watching it. 
Uh, speaking of things I want to keep watching, but I can't because the first season is over, and you should watch fucking Sweet Tooth. Or, I mean, just Sweet Tooth. But yeah. I... Hello, dear child. I didn't think I'd enjoy this show as much as I thought I was going to. Okay. I, I never read the books. Uh, it's by Jeff Lemire, who, as an artist, is a little... He's got a style a little rougher than I prefer. Um, and it just looked weird. I mean, it really did. The first episode... First episode. The first issue's cover is like a close-up of Sweet Tooth, Deer Boy, the little antlers, and what looks like blood, but is actually syrup on the like corner of his mouth. Yeah. And it's just... He's so like gaunt and weird-looking that I was like, I don't Does know he about... Does giant deer ears? Yes. We're going to talk about the ears. Oh, we're going to talk about the fucking ears. The ears are the shit. Um, but basically, and this is probably going to hit close to home uh, for some people, and I apologize. So the first five to ten minutes describes a world ravaged by a pandemic. I've spent the last, like, almost two years trying not to think about a global pandemic. Yep. First ten minutes um, of... of Sweet Tooth is like this H59N or whatever virus, which has like a 99% like lethality rate. Um, so opposite of COVID, yeah. um, so to speak, um, happens uh, and at the same time, these babies called hybrids are born that are like part animal um, and they are adorable. Oh my god, I kind of want to bring up pictures of hybrid babies to you. Um, after. Okay, they're adorable. Uh, little porcupine one sleeping on its stomach. It's got quills. Uh, there's a cute little goat one. Um, deer. And of course, there's Sweet Tooth, who's half deer. Uh, he's got the antlers, um, and he's got the ears. And the ears move like an actual deer's move. Like whenever like, he hears something, like they perk up. Or when he's sad, like they droop. Like, or like they turn yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, like they they act as like an almost like emotional indicator or some kind of plot indicator of what's going on in the world around him. Yeah. And it is like one, like special effects of feet. Um like to me, like not necessarily groundbreaking, but damn close. Um and two, like just add that much like him as a character. Uh the same with Wendy who's um pig girl. I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. But, like, she's got a higher sense of smell. And, I mean, there are jokes about, like, food needing more salt with her mom when they're cooking. But, like, as well as, like, she, like you can see, like, the snout, like, move when she's, like, smelling and goes, yeah. like, I smell a stranger type of thing. Um, so they have, like, animal senses akin to whatever animal they're part of. Okay. But people think that the hybrids cause the uh, virus. And people that think that the uh, hybrids are there to save the world from the virus and, like, reconnect with nature and protect the earth. Um, Sweet Tooth is joined on his journey to find his mom uh, by first his dad played by Will Forte who's known for like SNL and like funny stuff but like it's my note says beautifully heartfelt on this like Will Forte playing the dad like I got Misty the first episode really? oh yeah oh yeah and if you don't you're a wooden monster you're, you're actually dead inside I'm sorry 
You'd get misty. Um, yeah, I think you would. I'm probably dead inside. No. I got misty, and I'm dead. I didn't get misty-eyed when, um... Shit, what's his name from Horizon was killed on the... The dad? Roost? Or whatever his name is? Yeah, I didn't... Ross. Yeah, I didn't get misty-eyed. No, that's... Really? Um... No, I didn't... I get misty there, because I kind of saw that coming, where I was like... But it's more like when, like, when Joel dies in, um, oh, fuck, spoilers, uh, if you haven't played it by now, uh, when Joel dies in Last of Us 2, that one fucking hit me. Oof, I'm a goof. And I saw it coming because he wasn't in a whole lot of the trailers. Yeah. Um, I know, the sun, the, in case you're wondering, the sun is bouncing right off a car windshield, like, into both Christina's and I's, yeah, I'm sure you can see your shadow on my face. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's miserable. Um, yeah, uh, Sweet Tooth is joined by... Uh, ex like like ex like giant football player um, turned like a hybrid bounty hunter uh, fuck what is his name something Jeppers but they call him like TJ at one point yeah. um, but there's like weird like he's got something to atone for and you don't really find out to like the last episode or the last episode of the first season um, and then another character that I don't really want to spoil a whole lot but um, she's there to protect the hybrids in a really weird way. Okay. Uh, Bear is her name. And uh, there's like the doctor who's trying to find a cure, and there's Wendy, the pig, pig uh, girl's like adoptive mom. And uh, everyone starts like, you start finding out in flashbacks that like everyone's connected, they just don't know it. So it's gonna be a great like when they run in, like when they start like meeting each other across the yeah. like, public season two, that you're like, they go, oh, you were, like, you know, the, when the, they call him Big Man, but the, the protector character, Jeffers, his wife was giving birth uh, when the cure doctor guy, like, they're in the elevator together at one point, but they haven't seen each other since. And you know, they're on a fucking, like, collision course, because by the end of the first season, spoiler, um, they've kind of made, like, a hybrid concentration camp. So they can experiment on them, find the cure. I don't, yeah. That's not spoiling too much. But the doctor's running it, and Sweet Tooth is in it and meets Wendy. And then, you know, like, Big Man and Bear are going to try to, like, spring Sweet Tooth, and that's going to come, kind of bring everyone together. Yeah. There's an evil general, Gee, what a shock, um, who looks like Rasputin from Hellboy. Uh, and then lastly, we're going to call this Meat and Potatoes, since we both watched it. Yep. Fucking low-key... There's oh a my lot God. that went on in that episode. There's a lot to unpack. Um, I, I don't know where to begin, but I mean, you've read the comics, so you did this read is, the comics. This is way outside comics shit. But you know a little bit from I, the comics, right? They're, they're talking... Well, one, they're talking that this is going to tie into the next like big phase of the Marvel movies more than anything else ever has, which means with alternate timelines, you're going to get... You're going to get... Blah, blah, blah. But the alternate timelines are all merged into one, aren't they? No, it's that there's like the sacred timeline and none shall branch it, which Loki did. Because um, I was like, well, how are they going to like not do the multiverse? Yeah. Because the next Doctor Strange movie is called Madness of the Multiverse. Yeah. And whatever, like the the name of the next Ant-Man Wasp movie is Quantumania. Yeah, because they, they were multiverses that were like fighting and then they turned into one sacred one when, and then Loki went boing. Well, and he got a, what, the, like, the red line type of thing. Yeah. Um, Where he went off his path. 
his destined path. Oh my god, watching him watch his own like timeline was... That was rough. So I'm like, well, how much are they going to show? And I'm like, they up and showed like... His mom the, and... Oh, well, the, and when he gets his neck snapped by Loki. Or not Loki, uh, Thanos. Uh, Thanos. Which was, was supposed but, to happen, but it didn't. But him watching his parents die, like, even though they're his adoptive parents... His, his mom, that one hit hard on him. That one, well, that one was like, that was like the whole premise of why he joined Thor in, in, in um, yeah. not Ragnarok, but the, um, the Dark Elves one, the second one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go a little, uh, uh, break the fourth wall here. Have you seen Loki, Kelvin? Yes, I have. Okay, so when we're talking about it, we're good. Good, cool. Um, I was a friend of the show, actually in the studio, uh, Calvin. So, um, yeah, I, I was interested to see how they locked, like, or how they, like, cleaned up the timeline, where they're like, we take the aberrations, or whatever they call variants, yeah. um, and we reset the timeline, and da-da-da-da-da. So I'm going, okay, if you're against the multiverse, you can't let these variants just run around. Yeah. Then you have the variants multiverse. Um, and it was... I liked like seeing uh, Loki be humbled by the fact that like they use the Infinity Stones as paperweights. Yeah, he's, he's like, like he's like oh yeah we have a whole drawer of these like. Um, I think that like that nerdy clerk guy is gonna be a reoccurring character. Uh, I can't imagine he wouldn't be. Um, he's gonna be like, like that funny little character that just kind of keeps an and knows stuff and yeah. it's like. I, I liken him to uh, I know you don't watch Legends of Tomorrow which I, I've been thoroughly enjoying uh, this the season right now but uh, uh, Gary who's like the like time cops like assistant yeah and uh, but they're they're talking about that this may somehow introduce or allude to who's going to be the next big bad for all of the Avengers and hopefully young Avengers as well um, Kang the Conqueror I'm not going to get too deep into Kang because that is a complicated like it's He's from the future, but like one of his, one of his versions are from the past. Like it's it's all fucking time travel. And to quote Wally West, the third Flash time travel gives me a because headache. At the end of the first one, they say that the one that's killing all of our time agents pe- agents is, is Loki. You, Loki, and we need you to take on yourself. So I'm probably very very wrong here. Um, and Calvin, if you do feel like jumping in on this, <laughs> they're implying at this point that Loki is Kang. He said that's what they're implying. Um, I think that's going to be a huge misdirect because I can't see them doing that. There's no way they're going to sign Hiddleston on for another like. What is that going to be like? Twenty movies? Like how long did it take to get to fucking Endgame? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, I don't know. They might if he's. There's no way. He's not going to sign up for that. He's not going to have any more time to do uh, fucking The Night Manager or that Jim Jarmusch... uh, Wait, nope. Different movie. No, I'm right. That weird Jim Jarmusch uh, vampire movie with uh, Tilda Swinton, who was the ancient one. But it was like, they used like blood as like a... Oh, no, wait. No, wait. I'm thinking of of a different movie. Where they use blood as a metaphor for heroin. Um, I'm interested to see where Loki goes because at this point I have no fucking clue. Um, I have less of a clue about knowing where this is going than I did with WandaVision, where 
having read the comics, I had a hunch. Yeah. But this one is like, I know. This is all coming just from the producers well, and directors' heads, right? Or. Y- well, yeah. This is. This is probably setting up whatever the multiverse is going to be with Ant-Man and Wasp and Doctor Strange. Um, so right now we still just have the whatever sacred timeline they call it. Yeah. Uh, what us nerds call Earth Six One Six. Calvin is nodding in approval. Glad I got that one right. Um, yeah, this one I don't know where it's going at all. I'm I'm just as blind as the rest of you normies. Um, yeah, that's right. That's what I call you. Um, I am a normie. <laughs> well, I mean, you haven't read, you know, 35 years of Marvel comics the yeah. way I have. Well, I mean, more than that, if you look chronologically, but in terms of just getting into it. Um, I don't think King's, Loki's going to be King. I think it's a huge misdirect. Um, but it's one of those, I couldn't tell you, like, I couldn't even make a guess what's going to happen on the next episode, let alone the finale. Like, one division, I'm like, all right, she's gonna do something incredibly powerful. I don't know if it's gonna be no more mutants. I don't know if it's gonna be create the mutants. I don't yeah. know what was going on, um, but I knew it was gonna be something big. Um, but Loki's Byzantine at best. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. It's a maze that I'm enjoying. I'm lost in. Um, looks like you're kind of fading. Do you wanna wrap up? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, if you have more to talk about, I'm good. Uh, I love Miss Minutes. <laughs> little singing clock. Uh, uh, little Miss Minutes. I I don't think it's... I think it's... I thought it was funny how they made him take a ticket when there was no line. Oh my god, the no ticket thing was awesome. Um, that and then like, this is true, Oz, Guardian, whatever, and then it's just like... <laughs> oh my god, yes. Like all and the weird... Flop. All of the, well, and that, uh, I'm sure Calvin appreciate this, you're, it's a bit before your time, um, that the robot that burns off Loki's clothes looks like Herbie. Yeah. Okay. Herbie? Herbie was, oh, Herbie. Herbie was not the magic love bug. Herbie was this, they did like a 70s, 70s cartoon of the Fantastic Four. Okay. And they didn't want the Human Torch to be in it because they were afraid that kids would light themselves on fire. Yeah. I shit you not, look it up, that's real. When you talk about Tide Pod kids, those were the 70s Tide Pod kids. Kids that go, Human Torch, light myself on fire. So instead of the Human Torch, it was like this like little like zany comic uh, little robot. Um, and the robot that burns off Loki's clothes, words I never thought I'd say. Please and thank you. Um, totally looks like Kirby. I mean, nice. just like face shape, the face itself. The other thing I liked too is, you know, every time he finished, he just flopped through the floor. Mm. And then he had to go through the metal detector, which is actually a robot detector. And he's like, what if I am a robot? Well, I don't know. It be like disintegrator or whatever. Oh my God. Him having that weird, like existential freak out was so great. He's like, wait, what if I don't know I'm a robot? Um... Well, you'll just be, it'll just burn you from the inside out, and then... The, um, whenever they'd use, like, the little, uh, time control to send him back in time, like, a second, used for comedic effect, that was so funny. Either it was on Loki, or when he, like, put, put it on, on that like, that, that warden person. And he just kept hitting it, she'd... Yeah, she's like, you need to stop that now. Um, I'm excited to see what, like, Owen Wilson's whole thing is. 
He's yeah. Mo- Mo- Morbius and Morbius. No, not Morbius. That's the vampire. No, I'm right. Mor- no, Mobius. Mobius. Like the strip. Mm-hmm. It's an artist thing. Um, yeah, Mobius and Mobius. Which is... Apparently he's a thing in the comics. I mean, his Wikipedia is not super long, but... Yeah. Apparently he's an agent of some kind of, like, time travel authority. Yeah. What about, sorry, going back to the whole time sure, thing. Sure, sure, When he's technically a variant and she smacks him in the face and slows him down to one-fourth of a second. She's like, you're feeling all of this in real time, but you just... Oh, that was, that was when I knew, like, the humor of it. Like, I was like, oh, okay, that's... It's like, um... And, and look, he's in it, but, like, that, that scene in, like, Thor Ragnarok where he's, like, in the chains talking to Surtor, and he's yeah. like, hold on, hold on, I'm coming back around, I'm coming back around, hold on, hold on, okay, now go. Like, when that happened, I was like, okay, that's the humor of this. Yeah. This is the mood of this. When he was like, I'm burdened with a glorious process, and, like, the Mongolians are like, who are you? Like, what are you saying? Yeah. And then, like, the woman just smacks him in the head and goes... You're feeling this in real time, but you're moving at one sixteenth, and it's like blah blah, blah blah blah. I was like, okay. Daughter's in the courtroom, and he's like, oh, like trying to use oh his magic, God. and, and it's just like, like, and they're like, and he's like, hold on, hold on, you will, and then they're just like, laughing. he's like, he can't use his magic. I will say, and it was used for comedic effect, but like that whole thing where he's like, a god does not plead, like da 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 da, like it was very like Loki from the, excuse me, the first Avengers movie yeah. where it's like. I do not plead I'm, guilty. I'm as guardian. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, or like, I plead guilty for what I'm about to do, and then like... Nothing happens. Nothing. Um, where he's like, am I guilty of thinking this is a farce? Yes. Am I guilty of like being the best dressed here? Yes. Like, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. I am too. Um, and I couldn't have been more pleased with the first episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. It, it was everything I wanted, and a little bit more. Not much, but like, I was yeah. like... But I walked in like going, I don't know what to expect. WandaVision, same. Yeah, I had no idea what to expect. Falcon Winter Loki. Soldier, I knew. I was like, it's going to be like an action-packed like buddy cop film. Yeah. But Loki is like, I when they revealed that he's, like, he has to stop himself. Yeah. As a different variant, I'm wondering what that Loki did. That he's that violent. Um, that he's handing like little French girls bubble gum or whatever that was. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, like, run a scan for this. It might be nothing, might be something. Well, I'm like, they're not going to bring it up if it's nothing. It's going to be something. Yep. It's called Chekhov's gun. Um, where if you mention a gun in the first act, it has to go off by the third act. Uh, might have got my degree in English. So, um, yeah. So I'm excited. I, I keep saying that over and over again. So I think ad nauseum, we'll call it. Yeah. Uh so, from PETA and Honey Bunches, Pup Culture is Spectacular. I've been Honey Bunches. I still am, in fact. Shouldn't have been past tense. Uh, you're and still PETA. PETA. Uh, and we still don't have an outro. If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunches, Pop Culture Spectacular. Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.